door and we'd fly in there. <laughs> I and know that building you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy parked in front of it. Well, Gennett had it. He didn't, he didn't anything that was in his way. He would walk across the street in full traffic and make everybody stop. That was so embarrassing to me, but he did it all the time. So there was somebody right in front. He goes up to that car, gets in the window, turns her car off, grabs her keys, and throws it across the road. He said, you're going to waste my time, motherfucker. I'm wasting yours. I'm sitting right there like, what is and going on? And he was never going to find his keys. Right. It was stupid. I got out, went into the office. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen here, but... Not involved. It ain't good. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was a mess. Smart mess. It makes me wonder where that rage comes from in our species. Where does that rage come from? Because... Childhood. That's learned behavior. <laughs> well, yeah. But, you know, we're closer to chimpanzees than we are gorillas. But I say we, humanity. And chimpanzees, they're savage. Yeah, they go for your head, your nuts, and your hands. They're savage. And gorillas. They take you down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, gorillas are like these 600-pound, you know, wrecking balls. They yep. can travel really fast. They, they can lift something like 20 times their their weight i mean they're amazing but creatures they're but they're pretty calm yeah when you get down to it chimps they got a short fuse and Ooh. they are they are just rogue i mean they'll just kill a, a male's a male a rival male and move the females and all the kids into their territory and so <clears throat> when you think about since we're talking today about Oh. Our creation story. Oh, it's uh, very interesting How'd to think about. Um, How'd you do that? <laughs> think about where we came from and and what what are, what is the origin of of humanity. So uh, today's gray area is going to explore what I'm going to call the creation story of the Anunnaki. And we're not going to start with the Anunnaki. We're going to start with sort of the first civilization and. You know, I think it's interesting, and I want you guys to jump in whenever you can. I got a, I've got a, a script here that I'm kind of trying to get through, but the point is, <laughs> you know, we don't hear much about uh, the world's first civilization. When I say that, what does that mean to you? What when you? I know you're not coming at this cold, but when I say to you what was our world's first civilization what's the name that comes to mind oh sumerians <clears throat> yes yes and now there's still would you say that you learned a lot about ancient sumeria in world civ no no nothing. i wouldn't nothing. say i learned much at all i think it was we spent like a few like a day on it or something and i it was very confusing and there were these strange you know pictographs of these dudes with beards and it's about all I remember but I, so I really feel like there's a lot of mystery around Samaria and, and now that's modern day Iraq okay mm-hmm. you've heard about that mm-hmm. now the Sumerians gave us a lot of stuff they gave us the modern calendar that calendar is based on lunar cycles they gave us the counting system for geometry they gave us the way we measure time. I know Jason's particularly interested in that. They gave us the wheel, the plow, irrigation systems, including levees and canals, and sailboats. Toilets. I no. don't know about Did that. They pee? Where did? I'm sure they peed. I just don't Did know. They <laughs> <laughs> Did they pee? Did they pee? Sumerians were the first to pee. I I think. I'm certain <laughs> that they must have done that in some way. They just held it. They just yeah. held it in for. That's why they didn't live that long. <laughs> several hundreds of thousands of years. I I'm imagining plumbing. I didn't list that, but yeah. we usually credit the Romans for that. But yeah. regardless, I think the other thing we could say that that we got was the first known language. And 
evidence of the first recorded writing. In tablet form? Yes. Yes, we're going to talk like, about the tablets. Like iPad. <laughs> the first glass pads. Are we going to be doing any video or we just can't see it? You just can't see it. Okay. That. I can't look at myself and see how ridiculous I look today <laughs> with my hurt paw. All right. So the Sumerians had so many contributions to humanity. So I don't know why we don't learn much, much more about them because, I mean, clearly this was at a very advanced civilization. And maybe, so I'm, wor I'm wondering, and I don't know, I'm not going to say it was deliberate, but I have to wonder why are we, maybe it's just our country that's not learning more about it. Probably in Arabic civilizations and, you know, um, Iran, Iraq, those places, I'm sure they know all about it because that's, that's their living history. That's where they're from. But I, I'll say, I'll say in our Western culture, I feel like for the most part, we, we dismiss the Sumerian story as mythology. Really? As mythology. Yeah, maybe. Like we, we wrap it up in a bunch of stories and say, oh, isn't that interesting? So what do we think the first? Well, so... Do we just go with the Egyptians or something? We, well, hey, that's later. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, that's, so, that's later. I guess I don't know what I thought well, before I knew about Sumeria. Yeah. See? I was confused, too, when I started thinking about what we we're going to chat about today. I'm like, okay, where does this begin? And so we're going to get there. But Well, I, <clears throat> we are going to get there. But going back to what you were saying, why don't we learn about this is because... I think some they're not even really teaching like World War One anymore. I mean, it's like we're so short term memory about everything, <laughs> let alone like sure. the beginning of time. Sure. So, sure. I mean, I mean, somebody had to have enough intelligence to create our system of time. They had to understand that it takes, you know, 365 days to get uh, for a cycle which is a year and, you know, how many minutes and divided up in a day and hours and seconds and all that stuff. I mean, like, where did they come up with that? How Why shouldn't know? I know that? Why shouldn't everybody know that? Everybody Why should shouldn't I have that? just grown up knowing that, like George Washington and Lincoln? Why shouldn't I just know that the yeah. Sumerians <laughs> created but all that? But you don't. But you don't. No, I learned it much later. Yeah. That's I didn't, really I didn't crazy. Learn it during the time we were supposedly learning about this. I didn't learn it then either. So just goes to show you there's a level of indoctrination that occurs as a child that you see that uh, is very rooted in the culture and very rooted in, you know, some the collective agenda. agenda. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. I mean, it doesn't even have to be nefarious, though it could be. Um, it certainly is astounding to me that that we don't know, that this is not normal knowledge. But thank goodness for the interwebs. Now we have access to some of this, these tablets. So, so what do we know about the earliest civilization? So in 1849, the British, a British archaeologists discovered 14 tablets that were in, uh, in that what is now, what was Samaria, Iraq. Now, these are the oldest known writings, and they date back to the 24th century B.C. And these tablets, from what I understand, put a whole new spin on other sacred texts that you've heard of. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so I'm going to start with a little bit of information, and then we're going to just flow. So those texts refer to those tablets refer to the father of all beginnings. Um, what's that? Who's that? Some kind of a supreme being? Mm -hmm. Some one infinite creator type of thing? They don't use that word. It's the father of all beginnings. And the tablets say that the creators in so Genesis, the Garden of Eden, um, so polytheistic gods, which means there's a lot of them, Right. They're otherworldly beings. What does that mean? Otherworldly. Extraterrestrial. <laughs> yes. Yes. And tablets one and two tells who they are and where they're from. 
And Tablet 3, we're not going to go into those tablets. You guys can look at them yourselves. But Tablet 3 tells of the six days of creation. And is that six days of creation or is that just settling here on earth? Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder. So some 40, 445,000 years ago, guys, creator gods came to earth. And they're called Anunnaki. This was in the tablets. Yes. This is written yes. in the tablets yes. that they found. So this is not something yes. where... Yes, which know. is why it's very interesting we're not learning much yeah, about it. Agreed. Um, so the word Anunnaki means those who from heaven to earth came. Well, what were the tablets? Is there a name for the, the Sumerian There's tablets? Sumerian it's tablets. just called the Sumerian. There wasn't another name no, for it. that's what they're called. Well, there was there was seven gods, Sumerian gods. One of them was An, mm-hmm. which was the god of the sky. Mm-hmm. And Anuna meant mother. Prince, no, it was, uh, it was like Prince. Oh, Inanna is what Princely off- offering. Anuna, yeah. Anuna was mm-hmm. princely offering. So that's, I mean, the term Anunnaki was just, it wasn't their own term. It It was was a term the Sumerians gave. It was. It was. So it's very clear there were this this group from the outside Mm -hmm. coming in, and the Sumerians were left behind. Now we're going to get to that, but, you know, what we're, we're talking about now, tablets, you know, one and two, who they are and where they came from. So but, when when exactly, well, not exactly, but when precisely were the Sumerians uh, immediately, like, when did their culture thrive? Was that... I don't actually Because that, was, that was like, you know, hundreds of thousands of years after the Anunnaki were here. Well, the Anunnaki were here for a long time. And... Uh, the, living with the living among the Sumerians, and when they finally left the planet, the Sumerians were left to rule Earth, but to do so in the Creator's with the Creator's blessing. So that gets to the creation of humans and why humans were created. Um, but I am not there yet. So the Anunnaki, they're from a planet called. Nibiru. You got it. Now, this planet only enters our solar system every 3,600 years. It's on a long orbit. Very much so. And apparently, the tablets also share that Nibiru's atmosphere was deteriorating. And in order to restore it, they needed an important element that we happen to have a lot of here a long time ago. Do you know what that was? Uh, gold. Yes. See, but here's the thing. All right. I'm with you. But if these guys were so smart, so smart to be able to uh, basically alter us, change our DNA. Yeah. Why couldn't they figure that. out a gold substitute? Maybe there isn't. When you're talking about <clears throat> elemental things, the nature of reality and the structure of elements, there is no substitute. And it was also like hypothesized that it wasn't just the, it wasn't just gold it was white gold powder that they used mm. so it was refined gold and it was a certain kind of gold well i i mean that's perhaps the that's perhaps truth truthful but i you know these gold nanoparticles we know today can be used to repair um, a damaged ozone layer and in fact, um, it shields radiation very well. And that's why NASA uses it. Gold foil is all on the outside of lunar cruisers. It's the International Space Station. You'll see gold foil on all of the um, outer space things that leave Earth to go there because it's a, it has superior shielding capabilities. It's monatomic gold. That's right. That's right. So it's a very important. Um, in in that so and then you know Michael Tellinger talks about the gold mines in in South Africa and 
he he is stated very clearly and has a lot of different kinds of evidence about that the gold was mined there and just how much of it was mined that there was a lot of it <laughs> and and you know he he contends that there you know spaceships would come and pick it up and just take it off planet you know but regardless of that who was that you just Michael Tellinger okay he's got a great accent South Africa. (laughs) Oh, he's got a great accent. So regardless of this, you know, Nibiru, um, 3,600-year cycle, apparently that's where they're from. This is is Planet X, right? Planet X, potentially Planet 9. Which keeps getting talked about quite often. We're starting to talk about it again. It does. Uh, 2002, it was talked about. Then it like keeps 2012, coming back. 2012, it was. It we we keep back. talking about it. I wish we need to get some photos in it actually to be real, but well, we keep you talking know, about it. I wonder. I wonder what that's going to look like. The James Webb. Yeah. I mean, could I could actually <laughs> discover that. I mean, if it's, <laughs> it's there. It may have already. Yeah. We're not right. allowed to talk about it, but mm-hmm. not to, to get tangential. So we're going to get back to the Anunnaki. So now. When they arrived here, um, they were capable. They lived lives that spanned thousands of years, okay, hundreds of thousands of years. So they had elongated heads too, correct? Is that the kind? Is that the ones that? That's they, what that, we that see on on African uh, walls and you right. know they're. That's what we see. It's unclear to me. Crystal skulls. If that's them, or another species, mm-hmm. but. That's the hybrids, I believe. That it's just not clear to me. Yeah, I perhaps I, it's not clear to me. If I, I have some disconnects in my knowledge, and and that is one of them. And are the Anunnaki also the Egyptian race? Mm-hmm. Also the you know um, elongated skulls? I'm not sure about any of that because there's definite evidence that there's different species here. You know, the Mayans don't look African. The Africans don't look you know, Egyptian. I mean, they all look different. So <clears throat> there, there's a potential for for different races. And I, I, I think they maybe coexist here. Because? I, not just Anunnaki. The, the difference is that the Anunnaki, what I'm about, what I'm going to posit is that the, the theories suggest that the, I'm sorry, the hypotheses suggest the Anunnaki made us. Right. And that's what I'm talking about today. Right. That's the only reason I'm differentiating. I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. I was just going to say, if you look at some of the ancient artwork, there was, you know, African-looking, mm-hmm. you know, sculptures yes. in, in South America. How yes. would they know, you know? Like, oh, well, certainly. The, well, the, the, the Indian, the American Indians or the Indian culture talked about the ant people. The, I mean, there was people that lived in, in inside the earth. I mean, there was a whole nother... Race of race of race that it didn't even have to be extra. And we're not it even talking about uh, reptilian races That's that right. supposedly live, yep. uh, you know, in, in the inner earth either. Mm-hmm. Not even covering that because right. it's not the same group. I, I believe they are all separate races. I, I believe they <clears> are. <throat> and I'm still trying to piece it all together in my head. Well, that but, makes sense to me. But, I mean, I could see it. I there could be many, right. many, many more. That yes. Or haven't even been talked about. Well, I think so. But so back to the Anunnaki. So if they're living lives that span hundreds of thousands of years, right? Mm-hmm. There's evidence that you, the Bible talks about that. The the Egyptian Book of Kings, um, the pharaohs, they lived a long time. Okay? So we don't. So they weren't us. Uh, Emerald tablets got us. into this too, didn't it? That's Emerald. when we get to Egypt. Oh boy! That's when we get to Egypt. So again, it starts to get murky for me about a who's who's on first, what's on second. Right, I don't know. He's right, on third. Right. Um, but what I want to say is, let's get back to the Anunnaki. So they they created a mining settlement that they called Eridug. E R I D U G Eridug. And that was the first Earth station, <laughs> number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was in the per- Persian Gulf. And their leader was a, was a dude named Enki. You guys have heard of Enki? Enki. Oh, yeah. You remember the first story that we ever learned in Western civilization? Adam and Eve? Yeah, but the story of Enki and Enlil? 
Oh, I know the story. Yeah. 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 So well, they're brothers. They are. Yeah, they are one brothers. One was good. One was evil. That guy. Well, well, right, right. But that's the okay. Right. Yeah, you're getting into <laughs> biblical duality, but I'll just say Inky was the leader, and the tablets do talk about that. Um, quote: After the kinship was descended from heaven, it was in Herodot. That's what the tablet says. Heaven. That's what. That's what heaven. the tab. The heavens means up. Oh. As above, so below. Mm-hmm which is a hermetic principle. Also, yeah, pretty much universal. So, of course, these um, the visitors, the Anunnaki, were not alone. They brought another race with them. Because somebody has to work. So they brought a worker race with them called the Ijiji. The Ijiji... Um, were the ones that served the Anunnaki by mining gold. And the tablets talk about, um, as the civilization grew, the Ijiji, um, the work got harder and harder and harder, and the Ijiji rebelled. And there's depictions of this in the, in, on the walls in ancient Sumeria. Some of these uh, ancient art, art shows the Ijiji uprising. And, of course, the Anunnaki being superior in technology and, you know, taller and bigger and, and all of that um, crushed them. Why do I imagine the Ijiji looking like Ewoks? Yeah. They, they're, they're <laughs> smaller. They're, they're yeah. not as, they're, yeah. They're, it's, it, the, <clears throat> the tablets that show it, there's pictures of them, and we'll, we'll put them on the screen. Did you see, happen to see uh, that picture I shared that I created with yeah. the AI? You created that. Mm-hmm. It was wow. cool. That that looks. That's yeah, pretty that cool. was interesting. That seemed like a. Real but I mean, it took centuries for them to rebel, but they just wouldn't work anymore. Kind of sounds like what we have going on here <laughs> now, doesn't it? Where the workers are not are rebelling. So guess yeah. what? The Anunnaki needed to create a new worker class. So that's what we because need. after after the Ajiji rebelled and were nearly annihilated by the their Anunnaki ma- masters. Um, they didn't have enough people to work. They didn't have enough bodies to work. So that's when en- en- um, Enlil told Enki, Enlil's the, the overlord, and told it told Enki, hey, you need to go make, make some, um, why don't you create a new race of workers that are from here? And that's what Enki did. And so hence... Um, we talked. We started off our chat with about chimpanzees, certainly using a, a modern man or an, I'm sorry, an ancient uh, Homo sapien type DNA. Um, Anki worked and worked and worked until he got it right. And and but there was a lot of uh, a lot, lot of, of little mistakes along the way. Yeah. Also, yeah. this this helps to explain the missing link piece. Yes. That everybody. Talks it about. was deliberate. So you think about we we hear stories of ancient of minotaurs, yeah, right? Right. So imagine you're Inky and you're like trying to create this new race of workers. You're going to the strongest creatures that you can find: horses, a centaur. You're going to bulls and oxen, a minotaur. You know, half man, half goat, Sagittarius. You know, like what? What what are you what are you going to create? You're going to try it with different, you know, cat half cat half human chickens. Well, who knows? Yeah, birds exactly. Little birds. chicken humans. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to try a lot of different genetic experiments right, to right. see which ones That'd hit. Be right. Fun. So you know, some take and some don't. Well, something takes, and you have a new race. And it's my understanding that at first they were sterile, so they had to be recreated. They lived a long time, but they had to be created. They would get hurt. They would, they would perish. I don't know if at this point they were ensouled. They could have just been sort of drone-like. I don't know. They were shoeless. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely shoeless. I don't really know. But, you know, a genetic hybrid between... Earth's caveman, Homo erectus, and the Anunnaki themselves. 
made in the image of God, right? We are made in the image of God. So you start to see parallels to the Bible and the, the different things that, that we have learned about. And the tablets called the first man, you ready? The Adamu. In Hebrew, Adam means man. And the Anunnaki put those homo sapiens to work in the mines and elsewhere in Mesopotamia, dredging rivers and creating all the great infrastructure that we all know about. And the Semitic word for the Semitic word, A-V-O-D, avod, or worship, literally means work for. Mm. So early man had had the opportunity to worship their gods. It's all coming into into focus, isn't it? You know, okay, so wait a minute. Yeah. We're all talking about the story like this the, is what happened. The story. Well, but, no, we're not. I'm weaving a tale. I'm I know weaving you are. a I know hypothesis. You are. But, 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 I'm but. not saying it happened. No, but. I'm, I'm paralleling it, it. Yeah, but if the Bible is a just a bizarre story also it is it is and we take that on it's i mean that, that's chosen. why when I, I i open my mind to this and i often think about the bible portion like sure bibles of <clears throat> sure. you know that that's a pretty damn big tale too so this one i could see it being uh being real also plus the other thing is much of what you're talking about was found in tablets correct absolutely yes yeah. it all, it's all in and there that, that's the cool part. It is. And, and Whether that Paul was a Wallace, story or not, it was done way, way, way back. And you guys know Paul Wallace, right? The fifth kind. A pastor in the, in the Catholic Church. He's done a series of videos that are far more in-depth about this one point that you just made. Um, that relate the, the ancient Sumerian stories and how they, well, they predate the Bible. And they are mirror images. The Bible is a mirror image of the Sumerian stories with some names changed. It's also kind of like a confirmation bias where, you know, over a certain lineage, you just learn what you're, what's handed down to you and you don't really question anything. And yeah. whatever, kind of like with us and our podcasts that we listen to and our radio shows and our our YouTube videos, we're searching answers that kind of fall in line with what we're, you know. So, of course, we're going to have a group of people that do kind of gravitate towards us. But then you have the rest of the world that falls in line, that big, long line that only believe in what, you know, they're taught. And they don't question it. Or nothing at all, or the Darwin theory that that's you know just all happened from a lightning bolt, or whatever it is, yeah. Well, it, it for me, it's always been about questioning everything. I was just sharing the story with somebody else. I have a feeling you guys are like this too. I don't know why I question authority since I was a child. It's never been otherwise. And I, I guess it's just what I'm here to do. And I don't do it in an angry way. I don't do it in an obstinate, stubborn way. But I'm curious. And I'm always pushing boundaries. And you guys are too. And, and that's what we're here to do. It's just like probe, 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 probe. Just keep pushing. I don't know if any of this is true. But I know there's an historic set of tablets. There's 14 tablets that say a bunch of stuff that seems to relate to a bunch of stuff that mm-hmm. we have learned about in different contexts. And when they're I'm, real things. They're absolutely yeah, real right. things. This is not And they also fake. pick up again over in Egypt. Yes. So there are other tablets that yes. go back to these original tablets they, also. They are. So, yes. you know, it's not just out of thin air. It could be out of thin air, but it's out of somebody who was uh, 4,425,000 years ago thin air. <laughs> 425,000. Well, it was like Zachariah right. Sitchins went and he looked at the tablets Mm-hmm. You know, years and years and years sure. ago. And he saw them in a different light. Yes. You know, and he was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Look at this. And, and you know, he was um, not a, cla- you know, classically trained to do this kind of stuff. But 
I mean, I think a lot of folks really appreciate his contribution because the really, really, you know, academic folks who were doing this work were not telling as good of a story as he was, and it wasn't interesting. Well, I don't so even he, think people— But he popularized this— As, uh, as a, extraterrestrial. Absolutely. Rather yes. than just ancient, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we just have this vision of ancient people, you know, being very, you know, black and white, right? And that that sepia-toned, uh, you know, mindset we have. But it wasn't like that. It couldn't have been like that. How long did it take for them to decipher in, in, in these tablets? So, so the, the thing about the tablets are, obviously, who's deciphering them? What are sure. they coming up with? How are they, uh, you know... What did they see that others didn't see? Or they, there we go. How long did that take to decipher them? And do they know that that's it's pretty about, damn accurate? Tw- about they, 20 they have it. <laughs> yeah. It's about minutes. Twenty minutes. I'll say that, you know, I cannot remember the name of the academic that created the cipher, that that ultimately broke the code. I don't know that the person. It's a hash mark looking thing, right? Cuneiform. Yeah. But. Paul Wallace talks about this. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks do. I can't remember the, the gent's name. But, yes, they have been translated, and then new interpretations have been pushed forth. Right. And Paul Wallace is, is partnered with the Vatican's biblical scholar who's left the church but who was in charge mm. of the entomology of of the Vatican for many years. Is it Eric von Donneken? It is not, but he's one of he, Char- Mr. Chariot of the Gods, who yeah. who brought forth the ancient aliens um, concept. He also, popularized but it it's, again it's Mario. It's Mario Bruni, I think he is um, an, an Italian, who is with Paul Wallace, who just written a book with him, that is doing these inter- the modern most modern interpretations of these tablets right now. Mm. And and so the things I'm sharing with you are the current most current viewpoint of of what those tablets said and how they relate to our Bible, Book of Genesis, Old and New Testament. So and it's it's very very relevant. I find it really interesting that the 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 long years that uh, they lived and the long years that the original humans lived. Correct. Right. Well, Be- I mean, much longer from what they're saying. Well, I think much, it's, much longer. There's, there's a code. It's the genetic code can be turned on and off, <clears throat> and uh, you know, the nephilim. And and if we're not there ooh, yet, if ooh, if you, ooh. if you choose to turn DNA on or off, that will, your longevity is is controlled by the telomeres. Right. right. And JP said this before. <clears throat> If you're coming from a different civilization and it takes 3,600 years to get around the orbit, what's a year to you? What is time? How does time Mm -hmm. age you? What does aging look like? Just like if you're on Venus versus Mars, gravity affects you differently. So time is relative. And they lived a lot longer because they had mastered DNA, but also maybe because time was just different for them. So let's say the Anunnaki have left. Let's say they came here, they created this gold mining thing, and they interfered with our society, and they they went back up in their spaceships back to their planet and took all that gold to go fix their planet, presumably. That's what it's for. and uh, Or find another planet, whatever. But they're not, they haven't come back for a long time, it seems. Right. Well, well, but we're told that they are coming back. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. How, how many cycles? How many cycles would it have been for this planet to have come around since the four hundred twenty-five thousand years? They say it's on a thirty-six hundred year cycle. They do. So it could have come and gone uh, many times in between here and now. Uh, but we've only been exploring space since the fifties. Right. We I, I haven't been able that. to see anything since then. Right. So the question is, are we in a cycle now? Are we at the point where the Anunnaki are coming back? Now, if you listen to some of the UFO uh, ufologists, they will say 
They're docked outside of Saturn right now, waiting. But whatever, <clears throat> that's a different story. That's not what we're talking about today. That's, that's, that is very much hearsay. What we're talking about is, is, a, is much more written in stone, literally. <laughs> yeah, right, um, right. So if we're talking about the beginning of the human race, I want to get back to that. Enki created a human species that could work. Eventually, that human species, um, it was sterile at first, but they got tired of recreating new ones, so they let them procreate. So we were allowed to procreate after that. And of course, you talked about the Nephilim, and you guys have heard of the Watchers. Oh, I know yeah. you know the story. Do you mm -hmm. want to tell the Watcher nope, story? No, nope, no, nope. your so, voice works perfect. The Watcher story. The Watchers were, so the, you know, the main Anunnaki people ascended in their spaceships and said, okay, we're going to leave you all here in charge. Here's the rules. You're in charge. They left some Watchers, some, quote, Watchers, and the Watchers decided that they were going to, they were bored, been here a long time. Let's procreate with the human women. They're beautiful. And then they did. And that's the fallen angels. The fallen angel story. And. Oh, okay, but. Yeah. Okay, but they were pretty big. Oh, yeah. And they created but, a race but, of giants. Okay, right. <laughs> As a result, the Nephilim are the race of giants. Mm -hmm. that, because the Anunnaki themselves were very tall. The sex parts don't match up. I don't I'm know saying. how they did it. <clears throat> how did they do it? I have it, no it's idea. It's got to be. It had to be ugly. I have I no mean, idea. Ugly. How that happened? If that was. It. it I don't know how it happened. We only unless they were a proportion like like me. <laughs> that would <laughs> been pretty pretty easy. It's just people exploding all I over just, the place. I, I don't, don't think it would. I had the same thought that I don't know how on earth that could possibly be, but maybe they were they were really big, but they had tiny little weenies. Maybe they were like. <laughs> You know, twelve footers, but they had you know little Gosh, thimbles, and it worked. And it worked. I can't imagine it. Yeah. I can't imagine it. I don't know how it worked either. That's I, always bugged me. I honestly don't know. <clears throat> um, it could just be hearsay, but it seems like there was a race of giants that are half giants that came. Yeah. It's it's in it's in the lore of so many cultures that it is. I can't believe it's not true. Well, and there's been tons of bones found. Well, I mean, well, the okay, there well. it is again. They'll, they'll take the bones and put them in a museum <laughs> under a rug somewhere. We're never going to see them. But, but there's a lot of evidence lots of that. Lots of them. Well, so giants, you know, weird uh, animal creations, minotaurs, human hybrids, and lots and lots of human beings now populating the planet. Well, Nibiru comes back around. Enlil is not real happy. This is me making this up. Enlil might not be very happy, and we learn there might be some solar activity that could cause some destruction on the planet. So Inky loves a few of the humans that he created and the ones that he trained. And he says, hey, this, this cataclysm is going to happen. There's going to be a big flood. It's gonna, everything's going to be flooded. And uh, the guy we know as Noah takes some people off, gets them in a ship, um, two by two, the animals, people, um, saves, saves the genetic code. And sure enough, it hits, kills off, I mean, all around, kills off so many, so many people, buries cities underneath water. <clears throat> and, and Lil's just fine with that. But Inky was not. So 40 days and 40 nights, it rained. And then, all, then we're back in business. And there's some evidence that was a solar event that created that oh, not, really? not a meteor not a comet but oh. but a solar event that created it um so an emp 
Well, I don't know. I don't know that that would cause it I, to rain. <laughs> I think on one of our other podcasts, I called it an EVP. <laughs> you do you remember that? Yeah, 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 and I just went on like yeah. I knew what I was talking about. I didn't about. say EMP. Yeah. <laughs> you did. EVP, yeah. You should have corrected me. Nah, oh, my right. gosh. <laughs> I almost said it just now, actually. Did you? Yes. But if there was a, a solar flare, you know, powerful enough, it could probably bust the... Uh, the oh, it could. The shield of ice that purportedly protected the earth well that's part of it so when nibiru supposedly came back around this is written in the tablets when nibiru called the destroyer came back around planet x it's called the destroyer not i'm sorry not in the tablets it's it's in a it's in a celtic text called the colbrin k-o-l-b-r-i-n in the colbrin uh, nibiru is called the destroyer this is an ancient scottish gospel um and like many other Gospels, this was omitted from the biblical text, like the Gnostic Gospels and some other things. And I'm going to give you a translation that I found. Men forgot the days of the destroyer. Only the wise know where it went and that it shall return at the appointed time. The destroyer, its color, bright and fierce and ever-changing. So that's out of the cauldron. So we, that's when the floods happen, the day of the deluge. So we have the Noah story. We have it written in other texts. We have it in those tablets. And it wiped, off, uh, wiped out a lot of humanity. And then the ones that survived were in ships, whether they were arks, as the Christian Bible talks about, or they were spaceships. I don't know. It's not knowable. Um, however, we do know that that happened. No one, no one disputes that there was a flood. So the flood comes back. The chosen ones built some boats. Earth is back. Um, sea levels where they were were about. Earth is back. <laughs> back dun, again. Dun, dun, dun. Are you going to do some uh, Slim Shady rapping over there for me? Some freestyle. I would love that. Andrew's going to throw some bars. could see Noah doing it. <laughs> yes. Noah throwing down on the <laughs> earth. Earth is back. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's the end of the Anunnaki creation story. There's a lot more to it. But I just wanted us to kind of weave around here. And really what I wanted to share was that let's assume they left us at this point went back up into their spaceships and went somewhere else. Left the Sumerian leaders to, to run Earth, and which they did for a long time. What we haven't talked about are the bloodlines. Yeah. And... The Tower of Babel. Well, <clears throat> so if we talk about the bloodlines for just a second, you know, it's said that there are uh, the royal bloodlines... Uh, are are descended from Enki and the Anunnaki gods. And so all the royalty that we have had across our planet in different different uh, cultures have an uninterrupted, um, can trace an uninterrupted bloodline back to original the original men. And that's some truth in women. there, right? I mean, there is, they yes. have done that, where yes. it's unbelievable the connection between the leaders of our country especially too right yes and and there's that's some, that's crazy well there's some esotericness to this too what i mean by that is um the blood is is talked about in all of the, uh, many ancient texts whether they're ayurvedic whether they're christian um the quran islam these the the power of the blood is is noted in those texts why so if you think about an ener the body having an energy center and your blood is the activation of the body, it animates the body, what it contains is very important, the elements that it contains. Inside your body, the blood, the DNA, is the history of your entire, every ancestor you ever, you have. Whether they had a famine whether they had a flood, their survival, their what they learned, what they what they failed at, it's all in you. And 
you can imagine it's if you pollute that with if you don't keep it pure at least this is the theory if you don't keep it pure what does the, what's the impact of that energetically what's the impact of that on you as a being that can ascend now i don't know the answer to that mm. there are other people who are more equipped to answer it but these are things i've been told matter so it's also a way if you can control the bloodline and the ancestral um, record you can control people and and it's very interesting to me that we have those 13 families that we've talked about you've talked about mm-hmm. well you're talking families. about you're talking about controlling people and you're talking about creation and all that and yes. Um, yes. there I don't know if you heard Michael Tellinger tell the story about <clears throat> this farmer in Minnesota he had contact uh, with, I don't know what race, but it was some uh, ETs that would visit this guy. And they would visit him not only in, like, you know, contact form, but also telepathically. What they look like? I don't remember. I, I mean, the, he, that wasn't part of the story that I heard. It was just this race of ETs. Um, <laughs> What they look at, all I want to know. They probably look like grays. <laughs> and so uh, a um, MUFON agent mm-hmm. went out to talk to this guy about some stuff that's going on on his property. And he's like, before he left, he's like, oh, by the way, can you ask these ETs about the Anunnaki? And the guy was like, I don't know what that is. Can you explain what that is? And he explains what it is. He's like, okay, yeah, sure. And the MUFON agent drives away. And before he even gets out of town, he gets a call from this farmer. He's like, I talked to him. And he explains that this race says that the Anunnaki have been cast out of the Book of Life because of the corruption that they did with human life Mm. because what they were here for were was for the gold but it wasn't for what we think it was it was because they were constantly on the run they were not liked by they were cast out of the book of life space pirates space pirates Uh we were created by space pirates well I want to follow up on what you're saying. Keep going. Well, okay, so so my theory is there the gold is the protective shield from uh not just being seen by any kind of radar or whatever. Oh, yeah. But also to protect telepathic like superior cloaking. Right. For both superior. telepathic and radiation. Right. And, and so they needed the gold for that, or else they were going to be wiped out. They, in in my my theory, is they've been wiped out. They're gone. Cool. Before. Cool theory. If you look at like, uh, was it like Kepler one eighty two or whatever this this uh, planet that we've found that is the uh, Goldilocks, you know, for mm-hmm. for life. We can't see that close to see if there is life there. Like so, before we had that shield on Earth, right? Yeah. Before the flood. Yeah. So these ETs could probably know. Is that? We far? were. Right. We were oh, I keep going. We I were got quarantined. This. Right. So we had. There was like a a, a very um, ancient, like you know. Uh, race of humanoid here you know you had the homo uh, the homo erectus you know you had these cave people and then when uh, the anunnaki got here they defied the laws of nature nature and the cosmos and they altered our dna which is like not a good idea already evolving primates that is something that linda moulton howell talks about all the all the time yes and and she says it every time already Already evolving evolving, and she does that specifically yeah Yeah. she's right yeah 
because so, we were on our way. So, so but before, we could have been, as an earlier species, more enlightened. So what they did was what Michael Tellinger calls, hold on, let me look at this. It's called um, blank slate. So what they yeah. do, what they did, the Anunnaki did, is they created this hybrid worker, this person, yes. that didn't that made it very, very difficult for them to find enlightenment. So when they passed on from their current life, pe- beings can make a choice of whether they go mm-hmm. back or they move on to something else, like a whole different thing. You know, reincarnation. Well, yeah, you could reincarnate or you could move on to the next thing. They didn't have that choice. Right. When they passed on, they were basically doomed. It's like karmic law, you know, like other races didn't have karmic law because they were enlightened. They like, here's my theory is that when humans have any kind of consumption of psychedelics they enter that enlightenment that other species are always in yeah we're taking a glimpse of what other species are always in so mm-hmm. like like the DMT when you're about to pass yeah. on and you can see there's other races that come to you. There's other dimensions, though, right? Aren't they there's dimensionals? Other, they're dimensionals, but, and that's another thing. It's like that the, the white gold powder yeah. has been uh, theorized that it helps with your energy. Mm-hmm. It helps with healing power, you know, and it also helps with um, interdimensional Travel? Travel. Oh, okay. So, you know, this these... This is new information for me. These these uh, dimensional beings that mm-hmm. people see when they're about to pass on, that's from that DMT, that is, you know, that fuels the part of the Anunnaki that wanted to erase that from... Uh. They didn't want these workers to be enlightened. They wanted them just to work. <clears throat> they didn't want any kind of yeah. pushback. Yeah. So, so instead of instead of moving on, you have to keep recycling. And that's the way that yes. we've been. And you've got the bloodline. Yep. The bloodline that keeps that, it. that keeps it. They're already enlightened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They have some of the skills that we would have had. The Anunnaki Telepathy is, and Yes, and the Anunnaki is gone now. And guess what? Interesting. David Icke has brought it to our attention, and yeah. people probably know before, is the reptilians that are here weren't ever here before. Like, I don't know. Uh, this is the first time I've heard about, like, the uh, Anunnaki bringing other races here. Yeah, the Ajiji. But I don't think probably there was any other races before that. You mean other, reptilian? Other than, no negative races. I don't think there were any other negative races. I don't think there was when probably When did the reptilian the, come in? The Draco play? reptilians are a When did the Dracos race. come in, you said? I don't know. It was after. After Anunnaki? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When the quarantine was destroyed. Right. Yeah, the gold quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the races were able to come in after that. Um, this feeds a lot of other things that we've heard. So, but we'll stay on this thread. I too agree that the Anunnaki so defiled and defied cosmic law by doing what they did that their ascension, if they still exist at all, is so tied to our ascension. And they can't uh, finish their karma to ascend to the next dimension until we go it's like you know you're we're pulling them down because we can't we keep hitting this road speed limiter right we can't get we can't get to that next level of ascension we can't get to that frequency and and so their ta- their karma is so tied to us and until we are able to organically ascend 
they will never get out of this karmic cycle that they're in either. So if they're still alive, um, and I can't imagine they're all gone, um, they're in that same cycle. And the law of one talks about this. The law of one, and I don't know if Ra, the social memory (laughs) complex, was Anunnaki. I'm not suggesting that, but the, the law of one does talk about the karmic connection between all beings in the same solar system, which is the same logos. All beings in the same logos have a karmic connection. And so we all can ascend, but we're we, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Remember that saying, uh, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. So you know, I think there's a limitation. I, I, I feel like what we're talking about is starting to like turn into like alien pudding. I, I think we're we're talking, but I, I think it, can, can we? Um, you're now you're talking about karma, which that makes sense. But you're talking about karma and ascending, like I don't know if many people. No, they probably don't. We haven't talked about this before, but I needed to leverage off of what yeah. JP was saying because it is. Karma isn't exactly what people think. In in your way of describing karma, what you're thinking as karma isn't necessarily the karma that everybody says. What comes around goes around. That's not necessarily. Well, that's not it. even really karma. No, <clears throat> it's not. <clears throat> well, okay. So we should do the we should do the cosmic laws at another time, but uh, yeah, th- I'm not describing that right now. But I agree with you. It might be a little confusing. So just, you know, put a pin in it to say that, right. you know, the idea of balance and everything must be in balance in, a, in, a, in the universe. And in order for that balance to continue, if you break a law, there has to be a counterbalancing action, reaction. If we can agree to that, it, karma is to some extent, that counterbalancing reaction on a bigger scale and very complicated. So we'll leave it there. Okay. Um, but you can't grow as a, you can't grow and be more enlightened. You can only grow as so far if others aren't coming with you. Where's that info coming from? It's, the, I can't remember the name of the law. So what we do know, if we were to, it's a spiritual. Just if we were to simplify all this, what we've been talking about tonight, because it seems like this is already kind of uh, way out there from the beginning of what we're talking about. So we had another race. Well, came down here. They they messed with already evolving primates. Mm They changed them into a bunch of things, but eventually they came down to the one thing, us. Yes. Where does the soul fit into that? Uh, I th- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I have, let's finish that story. They came, to, <laughs> they came down. They did that. Now there's us. They used us as um, a slave species to get the gold. We're enamored by gold. I find that interesting. The gold, you know, it's just this piece of metal, but we can't get enough of it. It's, it's interesting that way. So, okay. Gold, for whatever reasons they needed it, uh, apparently Nibiru, um, Planet X, is where they came from. It's on our cycle. Mm-hmm. It's, it goes around the sun, but on a big, giant eclipse. Mm-hmm. comes around every 3,600 years. So eventually they went back, and when they went back, they still left some people here and said, take care of this. Yeah. The Watchers. When, the Watchers. Yes. And when they did... The watchers intermingled, which they weren't supposed to. Yes. Which created a whole nother mess. Well, see, according to Sitchins, that was in vitro. It wasn't like we were talking about. Okay. About it like, it wasn't. No, oh, okay. Wasn't I can get behind that. It I probably couldn't have been the, the other, other way. way. Yeah. So, okay, they were larger, different people. Okay, Who that knows? all happened. Who knows? Uh, the original people came back. Uh, the original gods, or whatever you want to call them, the, the, the boss came back. Didn't like what he saw, flooded the place out. After the flood, we started again. Mm-hmm. Then what? 
now here? And here we are. Okay, where does the soul come into all that? Like whose soul? Ours. How, how do we get a soul? And so, so I've heard this before with the idea that you're talking about, is that uh, because we were created the way we were created, we have a soul, but we don't have the ability to, to just go into the light and be the light. We have to recycle. We have to we have to constantly recycle. That's, well, that's kind of part they, of being a slave. That's what they call the karmic trap. Okay. That is where you know, even though our us as beings have souls, right. ours are different because of what the Anunnaki did. Okay. Because if if they didn't alter our DNA and cause their own misfortunes, which right. they which were not the only species that they did that possibly right. you know they could have done it to many other species but they took away our conscious ability to make a choice in our own timeline during our life and they robbed us after, of our youth pretty much <laughs> yeah well where does the soul come into anything really i mean it's like you know as far as what they did and why they were here and the result is we are completely different because we were destined a different way, like already evolving primates. Yeah. So, and it just, it's just so weird because we were talking about time earlier and in the different episodes and everything. And it's like, why have we not learned about this? What you know, we were saying that we asked that as question. an option, as a pot, yeah. But right, it's like, right, right. why would we? We're, we stopped learning about so many things. Right. There's so many things that we don't learn about. What were the the technologies back then versus the technologies a hundred years ago versus now? Mm-hmm. You know, so we advance, we get a setback. You know, like perhaps there's things that happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I heard today, and I, I don't know where I, I mean I read it on Reddit, is that you could take every single nuclear bomb that is in existence right now and all the ones prior that are gone, and that's not the same amount of energy that one hurricane creates. What? Yeah, because the hurricane has a beginning and an end, and it's constantly creating energy when the atomic bomb has one explosion and that energy dissipates immediately. Hmm. So anyway, like there's so many different ways to look at, you know, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just saying, you know, that's, you know, just things that you can consider. You know, there's so many different things that you can consider as, uh, now as conscious beings, you know, there's ways got, to look at things and time and dimensions. And- I got a question. So let's say all that, let's say it all happened. Now uh, comes into play the grays. Okay. Now the grays are altering our DNA to some degree, possibly, if you believe in the abduction thing and everything that they've said. Wouldn't they get exiled too? Just, Not necessarily. because theory there. Because perhaps they're looking to see to help if we're if we're on Anaki. Maybe I don't know. They're, they could be looking for something. Maybe specific. all that's getting abducted is someone in <laughs> Anaki blood. So there is a theory about I, about I, the Greys. There's a theory about the Greys that in order the Greys have um, made themselves extinct. Oh, basically, okay. we're they going cannot back to the... they can't be fertile anymore. Yeah. So I'm just going to remind people because you brought it up. So they're they're taking human um, eggs and sperm in order to create hybrids because they can't put their soul into a human body. Right. They need to put it into a hybrid body. Right. The, the hybrid body can contain a, a gray soul. The frequencies. The frequencies. The human body cannot hold it. That's why. And there's even another hy- hypothesis that these... Um, Mm-hmm. They, they're incarnating in certain gray souls are incarnating trying to go through the birth process the forgetting and all that in order to because you have to forget you can't be born here with your memory 
that's one of the rules mm -hmm. that you talked about. Except mm -hmm. for that one kid that was in Well, it, it malfunctions. <clears throat> yeah. But it's, it's definitely... It's there's not, quite a few of those, yeah. It malfunctions, but it eventually they forget too. Eventually they do. So this is all wrapped up in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Matrix, uh, all of it, the Anunnaki, it's all the Matrix. It's the, so, gray, it's the gray pill. Yeah. So we were talking about the beginning of human civilization. That's the whole point of yeah, this gray area. Right, right. Is the beginning of human civilization. This is an alternate view. It also coincides with ancient texts that we have learned That's about. That's what I like about it. And it was written down. Yes. And it's been written down yep. in multiple ways. Yep. So I think that is a bona fide hypothesis that at least we can play around with for a while. Mm -hmm. And I think figuring out the other stuff is going to take a little, little bit longer. And uh, I, I hope the next one we're going to talk a little bit more about Egypt. There's a whole lot to oh, unpack yeah. in Egypt. Oh, I like the Egypt. The so, emerald tablets. Oh, man. We, yeah. got, we could spend a lot of time on that and the hermetic texts because it is, it is related. But I, I think this Anunnaki conversation has been a great way for us to really kick off the connection, the karmic connections between people and what it means to ascend and uh, in soul inside of a body. So We should do soul week like they do shark week. <laughs> we, you know? <laughs> We're just, this is just a kickoff. Soul week. Soul week on Grey Area. On Grey Area. The weight of the soul. How much does it weigh? Feather? Uh, 6.62 grams. What is that? It does, yes, you're right. There is it. What six, is it? 6.2. 6.2 grams. 6.2 grams. We should talk that the soul would be a fantastic uh, episode. Just all the different thoughts about a soul. You know, and that goes beyond the... Uh, the car? Huh? The yeah, the soul <laughs> that you can break into it yeah. so easy. Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, and what does your soul do when you're sleeping? Or oh, what does it do right. when your mom's pregnant before you come in? Mm -hmm. Oh boy. When you're incubating? Gonna. Goes in and out, in and out. Yeah. George, Dolores Cannon has a lot to say about that. I just listened to her again the other day. She's fascinating. No, love her. She was. Oh. Yeah. She passed. Yeah. It's so weird when you when you follow her follow her Facebook page. They post as if it's her. Yeah. And it's like, she's like, well, I'm doing good today. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> it's not Dolores. She's doing the, the Art Bell show. <laughs> Art Art and her are doing the show every day. You know they are on the other side. Yeah. So. Thank you for this wonderful episode of yeah. Gray Area. As we learned about the potential roots of our ancient past and why we are who we are and how it all connects. 